All right, I'm in the zone. What's up, folks? You are tuned into the failing frequency. I am Ethan. And I'm Mike. And we like to talk all things Trek, and that means going through some of the week's best, well, best Trek-related news, just the, the week's Trek-related shit that's going down. Yeah. Uh, but speaking <laughs> of the news... Yeah, speaking of the news, before we uh, before we get into uh, into all that, including uh, this week's episode of Star Trek Prodigy. But if you want to skip time codes, we're up. Uh, but before Sorry. we get into all that, man, how are we doing? We're doing we're doing good. We're doing good. You know, good news out the states, or relatively good news out the states. A mm. nice um, relaxing week on this side, really. No no fires needed putting out. No. Got a wars out. Playing a bit of that before this. It's a good week. It's a good week. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. How about yourself? I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm quite relieved. I was a bit nailed by, you, you mm. know, any uh, any time any time um, the United States of America fails to make a full pendulous swing to the right, is uh, is good. It's good times, man. Yeah. They had their midterm elections mm. over the past few days, and overall. The results seem to be that um, there was no red wave. Yeah. Um, of course, there was uh, there was the old Trek the Vote campaign um, mm -hmm. uh, shared by uh, Jerry Ryan and uh, um, Jonathan Frakes a few weeks yeah. ago. I think uh, I think we can say with reasonable certainty that um, Star Trek once again. Save the day for democracy. The yeah. Democratic Party. Uh, Jerry Ryan once some... again. Yeah. Jerry Ryan once again. Not only did she get Obama in, yep. but she <laughs> um, yeah, man. now campaigning very hard for getting people out voting. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, um, to, if, if anyone in the United States is listening or, or watching us on, on the old YouTubes, um, thanks to Star Trek and their Trek the Vote campaign, um, you have managed to uh, keep hold of your democracy for just a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. just that tiny bit. Did you Did you see the the joke that I made that I, I tweeted? I saw. I saw. Tell Tell these guys. Uh, red wave. More like red shirt. Mm. Or, uh, and if you like that joke as much as I do, um, you can head over to our Twitter. Yeah. Um, at Fail Frequency, because uh, apparently our name is too long. Failing mm. Frequency is more than 15 letters. Who knew? Who yeah, can count? You know, you have so much fun when you're saying it. You know, yeah. when you say Failing Frequency, you're, you, you enjoy saying it so much, you don't realize how many letters is just just how many letters you're passing yeah um, and, and you know obviously we've jumped on twitter now just because we want to um barely support elon musk's further billionized you know hoarding of wealth clearly hey, and and ruining hey the media hey man if anything um at least now we have like a, a front row seat to watch um you know the fall of internet rome yeah. We watch it burn the fuck down. You ever watched a big fire from right up close? Yeah. yeah. I, I can't wait, you know, for his for him to try and inject an extra nearly two billion a year in revenues into into Twitter 
by trying to charge people $8, like trying to recoup about 50 million. And he's like, that'll, that'll definitely get me an extra 2 billion <laughs> pay off, to pay off the interest. Um, really? Well, oh, but like, there's, there's like, there's just one here. You, you're, you're only factoring like if people pay it, but what if they don't? What well, if why everyone in the world doesn't pay eight dollars a month? Yeah. Well, well, why wouldn't they? I don't know. Maybe because they fucking hate you. Yeah. Maybe because everyone thinks you're a fucking weirdo. It makes me laugh. I was trying to um, talk it through with a friend, like pointing out that all these advertisers have left um, Twitter, including all the car companies. But all the car companies would anyway. Because if Twitter does well, a lot of Tesla stock is up as collateral. So if Twitter doesn't do well, Tesla stock goes down. <laughs> so it's like he by joining, you know, by linking Twitter up with Tesla um, or making it like closely connected, he's you know only doing worse for Tesla as oh. well. Just terrible. Oh. It's almost as though he's bad at business mm. and bad yeah. for business. Yeah, yeah, man. Speaking of weirdos on Twitter, like us, mm-hmm. um, we we so the failing frequency Twitter account has been active for about four days now. Has two um, tweets from it, from two uh, tweets. Time we're talking. Yeah. Um, we've only got six followers, most of which are bots, mm-hmm. um, but one of which is one and you fucking know it, former star, former star. For, <laughs> former former creep in the background of Voyager. For, yeah, former piece of furniture in, in the scenery. Yeah. Um for Voyager. Manu Interaimi. Interaimi. He used to play Echeb. We're just gonna call him Echeb. Yeah. Because um fuck Echeb. Yeah. Um and fuck so, Manu. <laughs> yeah, fuck Manu. Uh, like we the account has only been there for four days and he immediately followed us. Yeah. He like if uh, if if nobody knows what we're talking about, Manu Interami Echeb um, is very active on Twitter, hmm. um, in all the worst ways. Yeah, uh, he's he's a creep. He follows absolutely everyone. Um, he must be searching for just like, or going on the st- hashtag of Star Trek and just following just everyone. Following <laughs> everyone, hoping yeah. someone will follow him back. Yeah. Um he's known for creeping on on women, young women. Mm-hmm. Um being a being a prick to Anthony Rapp. Yeah. And uh and and kind of belittling the damage done by by his sexual assault at the hands of another fucking creep. Mm-hmm. And uh I guess we should take this opportunity, you know, less than a week into having a Twitter account. Yeah. Um, like, fuck off, Manu. Yeah. We, we don't have many people as our we followers on Twitter. Like, we have, and we still we don't have, want you. We have six <laughs> followers, four of which I'm positive are, are bots. Yeah. Um, one of them is Trek the Vote, which is cool. And the other one is you. And honestly, I'm good. Yeah. No Don't thanks. We're not, we're happy without you. Yeah. yeah. Piss off. Bye bye. Yeah. Um. But anyway, should we get on to the news? Yeah, let's go news. 
<laughs> so, oh, well, if it isn't the recurring antagonist of the failing frequency, and he Which brought one? his friend. <laughs> um, Paramount Plus's terrible, terrible um, yeah. distribution strategy, mm -hmm. um, including their henchman, Sky Showtime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we reported a few weeks ago that uh, Sky Showtime was going to be coming to, uh, you know, the Scandinavian regions of Europe, mm -hmm. the Randy Scandies. Randy Scandies. Um, and Paramount has announced their strategy to release Sky Showtime. To work with Sky on having a, some Star Trek streamed on Sky Showtime throughout the rest of Europe. Um, it's quite a relief for them, I, I think. Like, good for them. They're going to get some Star Trek. They don't have to be cursed with Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, have to be um, cursed with paying money to Rupert, uh, Rupert Murdoch instead. Absolutely, uh, yeah, which which is annoying. Um, yeah. And it's a weird thing because, like, so it's, it's Sky... Showtime is part, so it's Paramount Plus partnering with um, what's the bloody word? Paramount Plus partnering with Pop with Comcast, yeah, for Sky Showtime. And it's this just... is for for countries that Paramount Plus has no intention of releasing in, um, really. So here, here you go. If you if you can't be bothered releasing uh, your streaming service in a country yeah is whatever yeah to be honest like it's such a better deal than than everyone that is forced to go to this stupid bloody app yeah um especially but, considering you know the problems we we've talked about with the app before about yeah. not having the movies on or not having movies the movies are all on hbo um there's adverts in the middle of things um, there's an advert in the middle of one of the best monologues Patrick, of Patrick Stewart's career. Um, it's it's fucking bullshit. Um, but don't worry. Um, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Bulgaria, Croatia, Kosovo, Montenegro, Serbia, and Slovenia. And Albania and Czech Republic, Hungary, North, fucking a lot of places. You're all going to get it. On, on yeah. fucking, you're all going to fucking get it. You're all going to get it. Yeah. You're all going to get it good um, between now and February of 2023. But to celebrate the launch of Sky Showtime in, in, the, in, the, in the Randy Scandy regions, um, Sky had uh, an event uh, in Amsterdam. And Rebecca Romaine and Ethan Peck attended. And uh, uh, they didn't look shit faced, but like the night must have been young. They were Why going else? on for a, a long night afterwards. Yeah, you know? yeah. fucking Amsterdam, baby. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a fun. There's a cute little interview um, from TrekMovie.com um, where where a where a journalist asks Rebecca Romaine and Ethan Peck. Um, what the fans can expect from the new series of Star Trek, A Whole New World. A whole new world? A whole, whole new, new world. world. Don't you yeah. dare close your eyes. Ugh. Yeah, man, she got it wrong. Maybe. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Like a Disney, like a, like a Disney big doe-eyed Spock saying like, I, mean, I don't, I don't do emotions. Yeah. 
with DreamWorks face, like, mm-hmm. yeah, what? Yeah. Um, it'd be horrifying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Paramount Plus continues to not be able to organize a piss up in a brewery. Yeah. Uh, no surprises there. Uh, but from recurring villain to the return of an old foe, seemingly back from the dead, Mike. No. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Uh, Zoe Saldana thinks that the delay on Star Trek 4 is more than just scheduling. What? Um, You mean this project that doesn't have a director or a script or or anything else or the money to pay the anyone Or or interest from anyone? Yeah. Like, no one gives a living fuck? I'd I'd very much be up for it, but they're not going to be able to make it. It's not happening, though. Yeah, it's not happening. Honestly, I feel bad even for for talking about this now because we should mm. shut up. We should just shut up about it. It's just not happening. The only thing in this story that I thought was like of any interest compared to you know all the other ones we've seen is they were apparently checking if the actors were free. Autumn just gone, or the autumn yeah. was sitting in to see if they um, if they had time in their schedule. Like, Th- so this that- is after they announced the movie was coming out. Um, that, so went, that, that is, I wonder that if our actors been, have time to film it. Presumably, that is, that will have been like in the days leading up to the decision to just say it's not happening. It like, no, come on, it's gonna happen, right? Ask now if you can't get everyone to sign on and say exactly when they can do it. Now it's not yeah. fucking happening. Yeah. And they boom, 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 and then they said no, and then it's especially. Not have you got time on your schedules? And because you're out of contract, can we pay you um, literal peanuts to do this? And they're going to say no. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Zoe Saldana was on Deadline's 20, se- 20 Questions podcast. Mm. Um, here she said, we were in touch with JJ. We were trying to sort of see if we were going to be able to do this past fall. I don't think it was possible. Um, I have my sort of ideas that maybe it was just like schedules were very, yeah. we couldn't manage to get a whole cast and a whole crew to sort of come together. But I think as well, it probably has something else to do with the project. But I know we're all on the same page that we would love nothing more than to be able to come back. Shut up. Stop asking I mean, people. Stop yeah. asking them about it. Stop yeah. asking. The, stop at Don't. Don't talk to Zoe Saldana about Star Trek. Leave John Cho alone. Leave Chris Pine she, alone. She's literally promoting another movie <laughs> at the moment in space that is going to be, you know, a, a billion dollars at the box office where Star Trek, none of her Star Trek films have got anywhere close to that. And you're no. going, oh, are you, are you coming back to Star Trek? No, of no. not. Fuck off. Whatever, man. Yeah. Just leave them alone. Leave yeah. Zoe Saldana alone. <laughs> yeah. Leave um, Britney. Um, yeah. And to any of the cast of the Kelvin Timeline films, if anyone does ask you, just pretend like you're in a fucking police holding cell, man. Just. Yeah. But if anyone. This, this if... is the trouble. This is, you know, if I was an actor, I'd love to do Star Trek because, you know, it's franchise that I love or whatever. But then for the rest of your life, you're asked about coming back to it. And it's like, yep. no, I've, I've kind of done my job. They're not going to pay me again um, what I'm worth. So I, I can't go back. 
it's not one of the artsy films that you choose to do um, star trek is it no um i mean it could be it could be yeah it's not um but yeah never mind that um night of the living dead yeah um that is the star trek kelvin timeline um uh, let's 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 speculate Robert Picardo has a pitch to play the Doctor again. Do you know what? Do you know what he's suggesting? Do you know what I, he's I, proposing? I I don't know. Um, I didn't read the story. Is he proposing living witness, or is he just proposing that um, the Doctor has uh, aged himself up? No, he's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be Doctor Lewis Zimmerman. He reckons. That he can it, like he can just play the same character, because okay. um, he's aged, which makes sense. But what I'm, but then, here's what I'm thinking: mm-hmm. we get classic two doctors, Zimmerman and Doctor, back together again. But they yeah. de-age Robert Picardo's face, like Will Smith in fucking what was Gemini that? Man. Gemini Man. Yeah. Um. The, yeah, the Gemini they, Man technology that they're never going to do again. Oh, yeah, because it was it's weird. It's going to take a unsettling. long time for them to do. Yeah, yeah, they could do that. Yeah, um, and then Robert Picardo could like slap Garrett Wang on stage one day. Yeah. Well, if they go forward with like a live action Janeway show, she's mentioned that her doctor, you know, told her not to drink coffee anymore and drink tea. Why can't that him. doctor? Be the EMH, yeah, whatever he named well, himself in the end, Carl or some shit like that. I mean, they, they like all, all they have to do is is have Kate Mulgrew say the word doctor, and people are immediately just gonna say, Yeah, oh, well, that must be the doctor, yeah. Um, that and you know, he you can explain away his aging by just saying, you know, he was getting tired of seeing all his friends age in front of him. As yeah. this immortal like hologram, so decided to put, you know, age himself up digitally. Yeah, yeah, easy, easy, easy peasy, easy peasy. But yeah, um, it's all spurred on, and uh, there's you know all the all the all of all of his mentions. He talks about how, well, you know, since since there's been all this talk about Janeway coming back, and I was reading it, and I was like, oh no, please tell me he's. He doesn't want to fucking Star Trek the Doctor. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. we, you know, he's just talking about coming back to it. And uh, yeah, since since there's been all that talk about the Janeway, all 100, 100% perpetuated by Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah, maybe. Wait, let, well, let me slip well, in you know, here. I've then. heard there's talk that maybe the Doctor will come back too. Yeah. All my friends, all your favorites. Oh yeah. Well, Anton all I know Paris. is there's been talks. There's been yeah. talks, kid. Kid, kid. Uh, <laughs> she went very cowboy uh, then at the end. Well, no, that I can only do like if I do Kate Mulgrew. I can only do like that whole that whole like. Hey, stick with me, kid. Yeah. Hey, I'm the captain of this this whole this whole rust bucket. Yeah. Come on. Come on. And, and speaking of Janeway this week, um, it's. Comic canon rather than you know main mainline TV show canon or whatever. Oh yeah, in the latest, yeah, a... in the latest um, 
Picard comic, which is set in between, you know, Picard season two and season three, setting up that. Um, she's alive and hailing Seven, who's back to being a Ferris Ranger for whatever reason. Um, Fenris Ranger. Fenris. He's yeah. a Ferris. Ferris. I, no, she, she doesn't patrol the boardwalk. Yeah. She doesn't. She's not <laughs> yeah. a security guard at the Ferris wheel. She's a Fenris Ranger. Fenris. Fenris. The, the, Fenris, the wolf. Fenris. The wolf. The, of wolf. the gods. Yeah. I am playing Ragnarok at the moment. You'd think I'd remember it. But, you know, um, so, yeah, if you're wondering if um, if they stick to the canon of, of the comics, which they often don't, is Janeway going to survive all the all the story of Prodigy sets a couple of years before um, Picard? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Done. And well, it's I just, mean, you know, they... more set up for a, a Janeway show. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um, they can't they can't kill her in a children's show anyway. It's not it's not not like when we were kids, mate. Yeah, I know they they can always keep going with the years and then you know Clone Wars or Harry Potter style the the darkness of the show increases with the audience's age. Nah. Um, but yeah, probably. maybe maybe not with us not with us woke snowflake lefties. No. Um, uh, so there's a, there's going to be an auction. They're auctioning off some fucking Star Trek bollocks. We've got mm-hmm. some props and, and costumey bits from, from Picard Season 2. We've got the sexy Borg Girardi costume. Yeah. Um, uh, we've, got, we've got a badge. We've got some other bullshit. We've got a fucking Chateau Picard barrel. That's actually pretty cool. Hmm. Um. But we've also got like the coolest thing um, coming in at uh, the prop store auction house is a part of the Leonard Nimoy collection, along with all of this Star Trek bollocks tat, all hmm. of this uh, Star Trek Picard bollocks. He, um, a single what, what piece it? has been donated by the by Leonard Nimoy's family, and it's his hmm. personal camera. And it comes in a, this gorgeous little case. Yeah. Um, that's so. That's such a, a cool item, cool. piece of history. Yeah. yeah. Um, the proceeds um, going from the auction will be donated to the to support. I'm going to get this in one. I'm going to do this in one. The proceeds are going to be donated in memory of Leonard Nimoy to support the UCLA Chronic Obstructive Pulmonary Disease Research Program under John Felperio. Very nice, mate. Um, that's coming from the Prop Store Auction website. Um, uh, yeah, so COPD. That's what. That's what Leonard Nimoy suffered from. It's what eventually killed him. Mm. Um, it's a horrible thing, man. Just yeah. like all of your respiratory system trying to kill you. Mm. Um, uh, that's why, man. Got got to quit them cigarettes, mate. Yeah. Come on, man. Um, there's got to be some lighter news that isn't. Um, yeah, man. But this camera is really cool. That's like yeah. any any collectors who you know who are who are interested in their proceeds going to a good cause. This is definitely a cool piece. Yeah. Um, Renaissance man, Leonard Nimoy. So. Yeah, man. Mm. Um, I read a story about Leonard Nimoy meeting Jimi Hendrix mm. uh, today. He uh, they he talked politics, which okay. is very cool. And they were yeah. talking about like how do we how do we get people behind ending the Vietnam War? 
Jim, Jimi Hendrix, you know, saying like, you know, got to open up people's minds, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Leonard Nimoy was like, totally groovy, baby. <laughs> I could <Yeah>. dig. <laughs> Nimoy's like, have you heard any of my music? I sing about <laughs> hobbits sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I lo- Jimi Hendrix would have loved that shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, I, I like a short story. I've been reading some, a lot of short stories lately. Uh, we've got some Star Trek short stories. Nice little collection of short stories coming out in the Star Trek short story collection, which is a mm. series of short stories from the Star Trek magazine, all collected in one volume, which I like. That's how they used yeah. to do science fiction. Yeah. That's like proper Benny Russell stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, All of these Star Trek stories, however, Mike, are you ready for this? They're all set in the Star Trek online universe. Boo. Oh, man. (laughs) A universe which I find incredibly confusing. Yeah, it is very confusing. It's very confusing. Uh, They've released uh, an excerpt from one of the stories about Admiral Tuvok on who's who's not on the Voyager, is he? I don't know. It's really confusing. Like there are like three captains of Voyager. Yeah. Depending on on where you are on the map in Star Trek Online, it's bollocks. And ca- I know in 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 main canon, didn't either he have it or Jakote have it and went back to the Delta Quadrant. I I don't know. In in the you know, beta cannon that got closed down that universe. Yeah. It got shut off recently. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, do you think this is the kind of thing that you might be interested in reading? Nope, Mike. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm, like... I'm, I'm reading. I'm trying to stay up to date with the uh, comic runs at the moment. Um, so the the Star Trek, the with Cisco, um, the Picard one, um, mm. the spin off from the Cisco one. I'm, I'm going to try and keep up with them. Everything else, when it comes to the books, I'm woefully behind and woefully and happy behind, really. But if short stories are too long form for you, Star Trek is also releasing uh, a bunch of children's books. These are adorable, Mike. We've got My First Book of Colors. We've got um, Star Trek's My First Book of Space. And nice. uh, and this adorable look at this little baby Klingon, um, baby Klingon, Klingon Baylor, baby's first Klingon words. Yeah. Oh, they're cute. Learn how to count. Learn yeah, how man. to, you know, say dog and all that. Yeah, man. Or tag and all that. Yeah. Tag. Gah. Back. Experience beige. Yeah, man. Uh, we've got this, like, my first book of colours. Oh, look at this. Look at those little weird space jellyfish, Mike. Uh, Some starships encounter iridescent jellyfish. <laughs> A perfect word for teaching your um, small children. Iridescent. Um, and then we've got... Oh, cool. My first book of space. Cool. Cool. This is a nebula. Some people think there might be coffee in a nebula. 
but they're really filled with just dust and gas that I think that you deserve to buy yourself an 80-pound Star Trek Enterprise advent calendar this year for Christmas. Now, in the in the days of the advent calendar, is it just chocolate or do you actually get something? Yes, you get to pounds? you get like the individual parts um, to okay. build yourself a cheeky little Enterprise D, which sounds like oh, Enterprise uh, D. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like there's just no fucking way that I could do that. I could wait to yeah. do that. I would just start building it, and there's no fucking chocolate. <laughs> What an absolute shit take. You know, at least the beer ones, you get beer. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's the Enterprise D. It's £80. Yeah. Just buy yourself, like, one of the model sets. Yeah, man, like 40 quid. Yeah. Yeah, man, I've got one. Just glue one thing. Over December, glue one thing together every day. (laughs) Open the glue up, glue one thing together, close it again. No, I don't want to. It's it's on the other side of the room. Yeah, um, that's the thing. It's I I either can't be bothered to do the building, or I absolutely can't be bothered to wait to do it one little bit at a time. I'll yeah. either do it all at once, or I'll never fucking do it. Yeah. But yeah, do we want to move on to Prodigy, the episode of the week? Yeah, man. Star um, Trek Prodigy. What was the episode called? Uh, All the world's a stage. All the world's a stage. Which is Shakespeare, but maybe Julius Caesar. Um, It's it's. I mean, it's if it's if it's Shakespeare, it's it's from that like that is something that I've heard so often Mm. that it's definitely if that is Shakespeare, it's yet another example of Shakespeare having like written half of like the English. Every like vernacular, yeah, and like Every how we and uh, what we say and how we say shit, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what did you think of the episode anyway? Oh, it was a fantastic episode. I would say it was of all this of all the Star Trek prodigy that has come before. In mm. this episode included, this episode is I'm going to say the most Star Trek episode. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can mm-hmm. see that. It, this episode is quintessential Star Trek. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was probably the funniest episode, or the, the most I, I've laughed at um, Prodigy so far. Um, Absolutely. Ma- mainly only on, on one or two points. Oh, um, I know. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, I bet. We'll, we'll be saving those for spoilers. Um mm. I thought parts of it, and not not spoiling anything, but a bit Thunderdome-y, Mad Max. Yes. Um, it was very yeah. reminiscent of a few episodes of Star Trek. Yeah. Um, like some, a lot of my favorite episodes of Star Trek, actually. Okay. Um. Uh, like some of my like secret favorites as well, like you know, random like oh. I do kind of love that episode. Like Miri. <laughs> or oh, um, whatever. One sec, let me just get it, get some of them up. So, or 
live live fast and prosper was the voyager episode i think that this is another episode written by the same guy who wrote kobayashi last year which was the oh. um doll does the kobayashi maru yeah that was yeah well that makes sense yeah, it feels like there are parts of that that feel very similar to uh, this, really. So, yeah. 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 Um, like, anything else? Because, like, like, it's such a good episode. Uh, no, let, let's just... It. Okay, so let me uh, let me see if I can do this in one without tripping up. Yeah, man. And then we can go on to spoilers. This is a great episode. I can't wait. So the crew of the protostar respond to a distress signal on a planet and find it's full of aliens who are dressed like and acting like they're in Starfleet, but they're getting things wrong, like calling it Starflight. Uh, these people put on a play showing how a member of the 1701 Enterprise came down to the planet, spread word about the Federation, and warned them about a creature in the woods called the Gallows um, that'll kill them if they go near. One of the villagers stumbles in with a sickness, um, uh, that they say is from the gallows. They hand it over to Dahl. Um, Gwyn, Jake and Pog, and Rock put on environmental suits and wander into the woods to find out what the cause of the sickness is. Uh, find out it's a crashed Galileo shuttle from, or the, the Galileo shuttle from the Enterprise uh, with a leaking warp engine. Uh, Gwyn, Jacob, and Rock send a message to Zero on how to cure Dahl. Dahl recruits members of the planet to fly, fly the protostar to save Gwyn, Jacob, and Rock. Um, meanwhile, Murph is cocooned and evolving. And on the Dauntless side, we see, uh, or we find out that the guy from the relay station was picked up by an unknown ship. And Janeway talks to a confused Divana who uh, tells them about the ship being stolen from him or the ship being stolen in general. And which changes Janeway's mission from a search and rescue to a manhunt for the people that she thinks stole the protostar. Boom. Episode. Boom. Boom. What did you think of the Captain Kirk impression? I, I love that it's just random guided. It's it's a it's a great way to get in the you know that stereotypical James T. Kirk impression. It was great. Because that uh, ensign's probably crashed indeed. on that planet and describe, you know, his ship after they didn't come and rescue him or whatever and going like, oh, there's this guy called James T. Kirk and he talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And you had a Bones. There was a Bones. There was a Bones. There was a Sulu. Yeah. Bones Sulu. was Bones was called Booms. Um, Spock was called Sprock. <laughs> I love a cheeky bit of ancient astronaut theory. Mm. Um, oh god, very reminiscent of of episodes of like the Next Generation, like Who Watches the Watchers. Um, also, mm -hmm. really reminded me of one of my like favorite episodes of Voyager, Muse, where Balana crash lands. Oh yeah, on, yeah. on a planet, and uh, and she inspires a bunch of like like Greek plays. Yeah. Um, See, I, I would that that was much closer than the Voyager one that I was thinking, which was live fast and prosper, which was where people pretend to be from Voyager. Oh yeah, that, where there's uh, the fake Janeway. Uh, Just because like they're they're slightly wrong about the Federation. Yeah, like, they're slightly wrong about it. But they're, and... but they're they're all those they're a team. They're a group of shysters. 
Yeah. Here we've got like, uh, you know, a cultural, artistic cross-pollination. Yeah. Man. But yeah, well, there was some cool stuff in the little society inspired by Ensan. Ensan. Who we get his actual name later on, which is like Garrick or Garrick or um, Garvik, um, who is in a whole one TOS episode. And it's nothing to do with this episode of Prodigy. He's just an ensign on um, <laughs> the Enterprise in one episode. Ensign Garavik reporting, sir. Are you the new security officer? Yes, sir. Was your father? Uh, yes, sir, he was, but I don't expect any special treatment on that account. You'll get none aboard this ship, mister. Yes, sir. Oh, dear. And and I was point, I was gonna I was gonna ask did you manage to find out? Yeah, he he's in one episode called Obsession, um, and you know in in the missions that we didn't see, um, you know in the in the fourth or fifth year of the five year mission, he must have took a shuttle out, tried to save this planet, crashed, and they just didn't bother picking him up. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, but he taught them Kirk Fool. He did. I love the, you know, the clap on the ears that he teaches yeah. one of them. Um, what's worse, like, what's worse, um, he that he didn't like. So he could have done. He could have gone native. Yeah. Like, like Kirk. Like Kirk have, did. He, in, uh, he could have done. A, he could have done a dances with Smurfs. Yeah. Um, but he obviously thought to himself, "Well, no, because that's problematic." Yeah. So I'm just going <laughs> to colonize. Bad. Just going to colonize these people. They're yeah. going to. Uh, I'm going to show them all a much better way to be. Yeah. Or well, like. You don't know what their culture was. No, he he was at least trying to do it for a good reason in protecting yeah. them, telling them to stay away from the the crashed. Yeah, we um, we got his like log at the end. Yeah. From uh, when they uh, when they pull the ship out of the like fucking. Well, they don't pull it out. They just let it drop into the fucking... They let it drop, didn't they? Yeah. It was all like, yeah, man. That was like, what even was that? It was not like a... What do you even call that? I want to say... I keep wanting to say volcano, but it... It was like a a, a plasma slash dilithium cave, but it did volcano at the end, didn't it? It didn't, like, blow. Uh, Yeah. Spectacular. Yeah. Um... Uh, what do we think's up with with uh, with with Murph? Yeah, so I I just think uh, it's or they're evolving. You know, they're doing Pokemon yeah. shit. They're doing going into a cocoon. Yeah, becoming an Murph... interesting and worthwhile character. What if they come? What if they come back like a like a, a sentient like um you know like character with legs? What if Murph has legs? I, I don't necessarily Murph... need Murph's... Murph to have what... legs. What if I they, just want it to have like a personality and a reason. What if to they be turn there? into a weapon? What if they change colors and it means the apocalypse, like the pupa in in Solar Opposites? Yeah, or like the um, if it's just changing colors to turn into the bad guys, like the the one from Lost in Space, the robot. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, I, what I, I it... just want I just want Murph to do anything rather than just be there and go like. Yeah. He's it's hoping like, they turn into like boring shit freezer. Character. Yeah. Yeah. Freezer. Yeah. Um 
what else what else was going down in the episode um so did you get the the voice um uh the the, the voice of, of no of boons and a couple of the other background enterprisians or whatever they call them um, oh the enterprisians yeah enterprisians um, enterprisians well, they, 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 in the like in the posh bit of town, they say it, actually it's Enterprisians, no, uh, but then they like, get it the wrong. working man will say Enterprisians. No, because they they call it Endoprise because they're getting everything wrong. Endoprise, they? it's Endo, um, it's Endoprisian, mate. It's Endoprisian. Yeah, but like um, the guy who voiced Bo- uh, Boons, you know, their Bones was Fred Tatterskior. Or whatever you, however you pronounce his last name, which Tataschiore. is Yeah, which is Shax from uh, Lower Decks. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. God damn it, Jim! God damn it! God damn it, Jim! I was in the uh, I was in, in the rebellion. What, yeah. what are they called? Not rebellion. So uh, my head's all over the place, man. I yeah, feel like I've been chasing been my watching. tail all day. Yeah, I th- I think it's weird. Like I was trying to piece it out. They are apparently in a location of space that the 1701 Enterprise went to during its five-year mission. Yeah, yeah, this is, like, what? what? That's surely Federation, like, core by now, 100 years. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I you know, maybe they're, like... I mean, Especially because there's, like, a distress the furthest, signal. We did the furthest outpost, didn't we? Yeah. So maybe they're just kind of skirting the edges. Kind yeah, but the, fir- the furthest output. Space, but... The, the furthest um, relay station in 2390 or whenever this is should be way further out than when Kirk was going around. Stellar drift. The universe is constantly uh, moving, man. You and your no pricing it. <laughs> like, not only is, like, the Earth revolving around the sun, but the sun is fucking like just barreling through the universe at incredible speed it's terrifying yeah. not a hundred years <laughs> not a hundred years to make that sort they, of who knows? it just seems weird you should be able to like maybe there was an anomaly yeah maybe there was an anomaly yeah an maybe anomalous. the show got caught up in an anomaly anomaly and got swifted off to this planet yeah. Possibly, but it's so weird to me to be like, oh, no Federation ships have been here for a hundred years. And it's like, what? What? Surely in you're in like years. deep Federation space then, because the ships a hundred years ago were slow as fuck. Yeah. Five year mission. Mm. Yeah, but there are ships now. Well, there are ships now. In the in the the time we are, that must do five year missions again. Must be much further out. Yeah. Well, I mean, presumably, like, there's a distress call on this mission, planet. You don't just like go in a straight line and back. Surely yeah. you go like you loop around or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You but it, it seems weird to me that it's like borders. like a distress call on this planet, and the proto star is the one to like go yeah. to it, and the distress call's been going off for a hundred years, and no one's picked up on it. Very weird to me. The anomaly. 
anomaly. Like the other um, episode that it reminded me of, that that episode of DS9 with the um, the the anomaly, and they they find a, a woman, a, uh, an officer on the communicator. What's that episode called? A, a, a woman on the communicator. Yes. <laughs> have you got Have you got anything more than there's a woman on communicator? Oh, there's an anomaly. Uh, the one that's already dead. She's already dead. Yeah. Um, Twilight Zone episode of DS9, yeah. but she was dead the whole time. Do, 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 do. Yeah. An anomaly. An anomaly. An anomaly. Um, I have in my notes, you, you know the story about um, a, another Star franchise, Star Wars, like in Return of the Jedi. Lucas specifically had Yoda confirm that um, Vader was his dad because uh, it was like, oh no, they'll, they'll trust Yoda. Um, like the kids will understand that Vader wasn't lying if Yoda confirms it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot nowadays, like from this, that Zero is that in this show. When they're yeah. going through like the place and it's like seeing all the people acting like they're doing the Federation stuff and they're watching videotapes. And Zero's just there to go, like, I sense no deception from them. Mm. <laughs> and then she's like, um, oh, this is not part of the play later on. <laughs> stuff happens and it's like, yeah, we, we, we kind of got that, Zero. Thank you very much. Um, Zero when this wise. person stumbled in and, you know, had a massive disease growing out of them. Um, you know, thank, thank you, Zero, for telling us it wasn't part of the play for yeah. the scene we just finished. Uh, is is zero old? See, in my mind, uh, they're an older like being than than the rest of them. But maybe young in terms of their race. Yeah, maybe. Medusans. Who knows? Medusans might live, but maybe she's not. Maybe she's not like Yoda. Maybe she's like baby Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe she's mm. like eighty, but she's still hanging out with the kids. Um. Yeah. You know, so maybe she's like she's like baby Yoda in that way and not like the problematic kind of like old person hanging out with a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. If if they are an old person on that ship, they must be looking around like every single week when they're on a mission, like, why am I following this? You know, weird idiot kid. Yeah. Um, my my only other note on the episode then is I thought it was pretty good that you know, they, they bump into a race pretending to be Federation and at the same time uh, Starflight Starflight um, Dahl and Jake and Pog are like you know, how are we going to help them if we can't help ourselves or like we're just pretending to be Federation we're just kids who stole a ship uh, yeah man, you know, I thought that, that was pretty good, thematic mirroring or whatever you want to call it um, and the yeah. message at the end of, you know if these idiots on on this planet who are you know fucking morons can embody Starfleets, then hey man, they're artists. Them. They're not morons. They're artistic. Okay. They're artistic. <laughs> yeah, they're, they do. They do. They do performance. Yeah, you know, they they are of the theater. Mm. Yeah, it's they're, a different kind of intelligence. Yeah, it's weird. You know monoculture but the monoculture that we run into this week is the federation <laughs> yeah, the, no the monoculture that we run into this week is fucking 
Trekkie cosplayers. Yeah. Uh, it seems weird to me that they all choose a green uniform when yeah. the one the one uniform that they'd seen was red. <laughs> yeah, man. Meh, yeah. Whatever. Maybe green has a symbolic meaning. Yeah. They say it's all made the, out of they, plant or whatever. Yeah. They save they save the proper division colors for for um, for special occasions. Mm. We got yeah. some. We got some. Uh, so I want to talk about Jamila Jamil's accent. Yeah, she said she had one line, and she sounded like Liam Neeson. <laughs> Did she? She yeah uh, she. Arr, arr, arr. Yeah. Yeah. Arr, arr. Yeah. She sounded like Liam Neeson. Um, which yeah. is which is odd because you know her accent's always spot on. Um, we didn't see yeah. her boots. We've still not Didn't got a really boots. good shot of the boots yet. We just want a shot that lingers on them for you yeah. know, maybe five minutes. That'll yeah, be. Man. Um, we saw the gloves. We need boots now. Want to see them boots? Want to see them boots? Did you see? Did you check out the uh, the captain's log? I did. I did. It was pretty much that that section, the dauntless section, where she's talking to um, the diviner, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do we reckon the diviner is actually like? Out of his mind, or do we reckon he's um, he's he somewhat knows what's going on, and he's he's going to keep playing them for a little bit? Uh, I reckon he somewhat knows what's going on. I think he's still like semi fucked up. But when it was like, do you have you seen this man Chakotay before? And he starts having flashbacks to his planet exploding. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, he can remember the Federation made his planet explode proper. Mm. Uh, proper and so. He's he's one of those he's he's a dangerous intellect. Yeah. So like I'm I'm wondering if it's going to be a case of like just kind of crossed wires. Mm. Um or if uh, or if he's going to start playing them. Yeah. I think it's got to be playing I think cuz we've seen uh, the dauntless chasing down the protostar later in the season, later in this season. Mm. Um <laughs> already through the clips, you know, so I think he's going to be like, no, they're, they're, they're not the good guys. You need to uh, do this to them or whatever. Um, the only way to do it is to kill everyone on that ship. And Jane will go, like, no, we're not killing them. We'll just disable it and board it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, TOS Bridge. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. It's very like uh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, like we get the fans. The fans will know what the yeah. how how the how, what the blueprints were like. Yeah, they know how to um, control the ship. They know where the mashes are in Galaxy yeah. Quest. Yeah, yeah, man, that was cool. I want to get yeah. some like TOS lighting going. I want I want to get some I want to get some TOS bisexual lighting going. Like get some purple light lighting going. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll try and just get the light on my eyes. I'll have to stay very still all the way through the recording. Oh yeah, man! That. You'll have to rub Vaseline on on the camera so that you get like <laughs> so that everything looks all romantic. Yeah. What What am I though? The beautiful woman. The beautiful yeah. women get Vaseline. Yes. And Kirk yeah. doesn't that much. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, we got a TNG reference in the in the captain's log. Did you pick that up? Yeah, I mean, I I 
didn't pick it up myself, but I, I read it. Um, that the species Janeway talks about is Elconians. Elconians. Yeah, man, they're from. They yeah. they turn into balls of energy. They're from uh, the Next Generation episode Transfigurations. Uh, so we had John Doe um, as as a member. Um, many Zalconians began to undergo a process in which their DNA would mutate, causing them to transform into powerful non-corporeal life forms. Um, so they turn into big balls yeah. of energy. Um, is that, do we think? Do we think that maybe that? that do you think maybe um, no. what's a chops might turn into a big ball of energy? But what? Queen? What if the diviner? What if the diviner ascends yeah. to a higher plane of existence, like the, his voice actor's character in Ghost in the Shell, the puppet yeah. master? The puppet master. I don't know. I thought it was like a, a real weird reference because we haven't seen. You know anything of the diviner doing that sort of stuff? He's just have a, had a back to tank. You know, so it seems weird to me that you're saying like, or they're saying, oh no, but he's he's got special changing DNA. Yeah, man. Why would they be name dropping those guys? Because they just want a reference to name drop. Otherwise, it would be very dry log <laughs> to, right. to put out. Be, but, but like, why would they? But why them? They turn into a higher life form. Maybe that's yeah. what, maybe that's, that's, maybe the diviner's gonna have like one of those arcs that ends in him, like, like Ascending achieving to enlightenment. A level. Yeah, yeah, like for whatever reason. Mm. Um, maybe, maybe. I, then, I, I don't then, see it myself. I think it's just a, a very weird um, niche reference they've, they've picked out, whatever. So. It is an odd choice for a weird niche reference to pick out. Yeah. Most of the time they are. Who who would have picked um Ensign Garvik? You know, <laughs> it's it's such a weird reference that you didn't need. Could have been any Ensign from um TOS. Yeah. That's a good point. My my only other note is um when when they call it when Dahl is saying to, you know, the the endoprisians he's brought up and made a bridge that they recognize, he says, Oh, impulse power. And one of them goes like, um, pulse power in game. Pulse power. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm not confident anymore about you flying the ship. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. You you can sit in the back while Janeway does this. And like <laughs> you just heard him say impulse. Yeah. Okay, pulse power. No, impulse power. Impulse. We say pulse power. Well, yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. Although, are they? Are they wrong? Yes. Or is, are they, no, are they wrong? Because when things become part of, like, you know, it's part of their cultural okay. evolution. Is it's it like, wrong? Well, if, if you're going to do it, if, you, if you're going to say, like, in the same way, literally doesn't mean literally anymore. It can mean figuratively in the way speech has evolved. Then no, they're right, I suppose. But it's yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, no, they're right, literally, <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's 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 yeah, man. This is mm. why we have the prime directive. Yeah, I did like the 
And so that we don't says, turn we don't turn a, a, a potentially productive society into a into a society of artists. Yeah. All of them doing plays. How dare they? Yeah. Well, their cultural their culture has stagnated. They yeah. they can't do fucking anything except put on plays. Yeah. They've <laughs> built their town around or like to make it look like a ship. They've done all weird stuff. And Janeway, you know, at the end of the episode, they just go, oh, there's a discussion in the middle of the episode where um, they say, Ensign didn't leave, you know, the medical technology or anything like that because he taught us about your prime directive. And at the end, they're just like, Janeway says second contacts are very fuzzy, you know, which we've learned from lower decks anyway. So they're just like, here's medical stuff. Here's phases to blast the rock. You know, it's fine. They already had phases, like... Like that's the point. It's like, look, yeah. look, they've had this phaser and they've had Ensign fucking what's his face's phone for a hundred years. We may yeah. as well actually give them antibiotics. Yeah. <laughs> this poor society. Like, they don't, they can't do fuck all for themselves. Their whole yeah. town is built out of a cardboard, like the set from TOS. Yeah. <laughs> like. So so crazy. So crazy. And all of them look the same, but there's probably only about 50 of them. So there's probably a fair bit of inbreeding on that planet anyway. Well, it's, they're, well they, they're obviously reusing, they're reusing actors. Yeah. They're reusing yeah. actors to play different roles. Yeah. James T. Sul. Ooh. And this is my cousin, Yo Man. <laughs> yeah. We should have had a Yo Man. Yo Man. <laughs> Yo Man. Yo. Man. Yo, man. Yeah. Oh, so dumb. I, I, the, you know, once um, James T arrived, I was starting to, you know, grin at the, you know, accents alone were making me go. Yeah, man. I, I like, I, I, um, I'm not, ge- I'm not gonna say that it was, but we did, we did get a just a, a cheeky little taste, just, a, just a cheeky little glimpse of Shatner face this week. Yeah, cheeky. But it, if it's mocking um, Shatner, I, I don't mind that. Yeah, man. Mock Shatner. Um, awesome. Pog, he he, like, yeah. James T. Shatner face. Yeah. Shat and Jenkin Pog's face. Shatner's face. Shat right in his face. And at least at least Jake and Pog got something to do this episode as well. He fixed part of the shuttle. He had heroic moments. Mm-hmm. And it, it feels few and far between that they those happen yeah. really. Yeah, Rock did a science. Yep. Um, Rock did a couple of science. Mm. Um, Gwyn uh, took charge. Yeah. Um, uh, and was you know, sort of the, the oh. moral Rock as well. In that, yeah. Dar was like, you know, well, oh, we're just going to leave this planet. She's like, yeah. no, we can't leave. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, Dal Dal did the the whole cultural exchange thing with with boons, mm. with boons, with boons, with old saw boons, with yeah. old saw boons McCoy. Yeah. Ah, uh, but yeah, I thought good good episode really. Yeah, man. Yeah. Quintessential Star Trek. Star Trek goes down to a planet, finds. Finds a finds a society a that has a, a, mo, a monoculture. Yeah, you know, 
Or to, or or Star Trek goes down to a planet where someone else d- or had already done a Star Trek. Yeah, you know, muds muds women. Um, or like the the Nazi one from TOS, where someone decides they're going to teach this planet the good side of being a Nazi, and the planet accidentally t- accidentally um, takes all the bad lessons about being a Nazi and just turns into Hitler planet. Yeah, they they didn't take they did what they didn't pick on any of the good bits of being no. a Nazi. Yeah, such as I disagree. I think they did pick up on the good bits of the Nazis because they had the boots. <laughs> they had Hugo Boss uniforms. Yeah, they had the they Hugo had the good Boss bit. uniforms. That they yeah. did they they did pick up on on the on the one good bit of the Nazi party. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, they also got everything else. Yeah. Um, what about um, the the um, fucking Trelane? Manicurity. Trelane. Yeah. You know he's like he's been he's been watching radio broadcasts of the of the Napoleonic Wars somehow. That's what I thought this was going to be. Like when when it kicks off and like yeah. um, you start seeing them, I'm like, okay, they're just getting um, Quincy MD <laughs> Trelane. <laughs> <laughs> And seeing, you know, old broadcasts or getting old um, mission file, mission briefings sent back from the Enterprise. Uh, yeah. But that poor Galileo shuttle, that Galileo shuttle's cursed. Yeah. Yeah. But, do, it, do it, like, is, is, is there, like, any record of the Galileo going missing at any point? Or do they just, are they all called Galileo's? Uh, I believe they're called different things because um, yeah. I, I I was trying to think back. Galileo Seven is called Galileo Seven because there are seven people on the shuttle. I'm pretty sure, rather than it's the seventh Galileo shuttle. Right. Um, so I'm pretty sure they're named different things, but I, I couldn't find a record of it going missing at all. Like that, you know, the, this guy, um, Ensign Garvik doesn't go missing in in TOS at all, doesn't take a shuttle and and go off. So this must be happening, you know, after TOS, um, during TAS or something like that. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But I've got nothing else to say about the episode. How about yourself? No, man. No, man. The the moral of the story was spelled out pretty clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it here. You don't need a real ship to believe in what the Federation stands for, man. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you know, that's, yeah, mate, that's how Antifa works. That's Antifa, baby. If you, if you believe, if you're anti-fascist, then you're Antifa. You don't need to be out parading in the streets, causing a ruckus, punching Nazis. Yeah. If you believe... In a, you, can, you, be- you can still believe in ideals without having um, having to be equipped to deal with to to be in that situation or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. You don't need a ship to believe in what it stands for. What do you need to believe? A reason. A- apparently, just some you know, uh, an amphitheater to put on plays. Yeah. <laughs> to be theater kids. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but on that note, 
should we say, links below for um, Twitter and all the socials. Yeah, man. YouTube if you're on um, yeah. Acast at the moment. Acast if you're on YouTube or the podcaster if you're on YouTube. I've set up an Instagram. I've not like I can't get Instagram working on my phone. But once yeah. I figure out what's wrong with it, um, we'll we'll start linking in Instagram with our Twitter and everything. Start posting memes, sharing, yeah. you know, sharing um, uh, booty pics. Oh yeah, sharing Ooh, booty yeah, pics. Yeah. Set laying out some, sending out some <laughs> thirst traps on Insta. Yeah, and we'll unfortunately pick up. Um, Eat Cheb on that as well. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Go away, Manu. No, yeah. Like, just stop. Yeah. Focus on your work, <laughs> which you don't seem to be doing a lot of. No, he's gonna, <laughs> he, he's tweet, he tweeted something about he's started work on his new film, which, for all we know, just means he's in the background. Yeah. Oh, it's great to work with these guys. Real, real professionals. Yeah. Who? We don't know you, mate. Anyway, uh, let's sign off. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, live, live logs and proper. I was going to do it as well. Live logs and proper. Oh, it's that week. one. Li- live logs it's and proper. Live logs and yeah. proper, motherfuckers. Whoop. You have to do double dumbass. Uh, live, long, live logs and proper double dumbasses. He said the thing. I said it. <laughs>